Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to a Blissfully Balanced Life podcast. For those of you who are new here, I'm your host, Crystal Ray, and I am a certified health and fitness coach and Reiki healer. And I created this podcast to show you how to live a holistically healthy life while balancing everything else going on. What you can expect on this podcast are tips for your health, food, fitness, spirituality, mindset, motivation, inspiration, as well as experts sharing their knowledge with you. I am so excited to bring this content to you, so let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of a Blissfully Balanced Life podcast. I am so excited today because I have the health hero himself with me, Tim James, and I'm just going to pass it over to Tim and let him introduce himself to all of you guys. Well, thanks for having me on, Crystal. I appreciate it. So excited so, for you to be here. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm, I'm excited you know, to tell you about our, our company, chemicalfreebody.com, what we've been doing for the last 10 years in my personal life and with the business the last five and the, and the podcast, the Health Hero Show podcast. Um, I think we just... Um, I just got a friend of mine and uh, he said we were rated like 187th on Apple tunes, which is pretty cool. I was like, well, I'm not rich or anything, but that sounds great. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So tell us more. How did you get into this? How did you start your bit like the chemical free body? Yeah. So it kind of goes back just for my backstory. Um, I grew up on uh, a cattle and hay farm over in Eastern Oregon. Um, I was hunting and fishing a lot. So, I, I mean, I was literally out in the woods all the time. So I really connected with nature because we had a huge garden. And like I said, I was out I was out in nature all the time and the, hunting and fishing and just picking mushrooms. We'd pick morel mushrooms and balitas and, you know, and, and we'd cut firewood and we'd go get our own Christmas trees up in the woods, you know. So I've always, I always had a deep connection with nature, but I was – but what had happened was um, I'd gotten disconnected and I didn't know how that happened, how society had disconnected me and how my food had been disconnected from, from nature and been handled along the line way to get to me by commercial interests. And they do stuff to your food. It just doesn't work that well in your body. And by the age of 37, you know, um, my body was breaking down. I'd been an athlete for 30 years. I played baseball at a high level. And um, I always thought of myself as like, healthy and fit and strong and able to do whatever. Here I was 37 years old, two kids, mortgage, house payment as a financial advisor. And I was literally bleeding. Like my elbows were bleeding from eczema. I had a huge patch of eczema on my knee. It was very painful. I had another skin issue on my shoulder, acid indigestion. I was taking tons of Rolaids all day long. Wasn't sleeping good. Um, Very tired, fatigued. And then I was also bleeding rectally. um, And that went on for two years. So imagine, I, I look back and I'm like, God, I was just bleeding all the time. You know, and I really wasn't telling people about it. My doctor wanted me to get on Prilosec. But what ended up happening was eventually I was on a, uh, a trip with my family to southern, uh, right below um, Ecuador, northern Peru, Tumbes. And I had to get basically life flighted to a clinic in Lima, Peru to get uh, emergency surgery and have an organ removed. And that's when I learned that it's like, wow, my poor health doesn't affect just me. It affects everybody else around me because I totally ruined this whole huge vacation for everybody. I mean, and then here I am in a wheelchair coming back into the States. Um, it was horrible. You know, here I think I'm this healthy guy. I was rotting from the inside out. So what happened was a good friend of mine got diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, which is a supposedly at the time it's rare, not rare, but it's a blood cancer. And there's really no cure for it. That's what the doctors told us up here at OHSU. And 
their remedy for Charles was, you know, once it gets bad, we'll hit it with chemo and knock it back. But then when it comes back the second time, it comes back with a vengeance, basically, and take your life. But we'll put you on experimental drug. Basically, you become a lab rat for the pharmaceutical companies, and then, you know, you die. And they, the whole plan was, hopefully, we'll come up with a cure before you die. Well, Charles was an entrepreneur, outside-of-the-box thinker, and he said, I'm not going to go down that road. i got to try to live. And that's when he came to me and said, hey, I'm going to go to this place in Florida called the Hippocrates Health Institute. They're like this, you know, 61-year-old 60, natural healing clinic. They've been around a long time teaching people how to detox and eat fresh foods. And living foods is kind of their big claim to fame. So, Tim, would you go? And I was like, yeah, I, whatever you need, brother, I'm going to support you. So we get on a plane flight, January 1st, 2011. We're heading to Hippocrates. And he's like, oh, by the way, um, you know, there's no meat. There's no dairy, no salt, no sugar, no vinegar. There's nothing cooked over 115 degrees. And I'm like, what? I mean, I, uh, I didn't even know what he's talking about. I'm like, what do you mean no meat? You know, because, I mean, I grew up hunting and fishing all the time. So meat was a big deal. We had a meat saw, a meat grinder. We made our own sausage, jerky, everything, hamburger, steaks. I mean, we wrapped it all of ourselves, meat. We had it all. And um, I kept a lot of freezers full of meat, and it was a big part of my life. And I thought it was part about being a man and having muscles. So um, we go there, and then, you know, um, they start teaching us about internal awareness. So this doctor comes out, and he's very fit. Muscles all over the place. Um, come to find out he's 50 years old, but he looked like he was 40. He was a muscle builder, and he hadn't had meat in 10 years. And I was like, what? I'm like, what do you – I mean, I, I couldn't even understand what was going on here. It's like blowing my whole – everything that I've been taught. I mean, my whole world was turned upside down. And I was like, I don't get this, you know, and I'm like, it just didn't make sense to me. But he started talking about how polluted we were in our digestive tract and what happens when you chew food and – from the time it enters your body until the time it exits. And he walks you through the whole process and kind of what's breaking down and the different types of foods and what happens. And here's the end all be all was that that whole class is that we have about six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material, mucoid plaque lining the small and large intestine. We have to clean that stuff out. It, it houses harmful organisms, viruses, bacteria, mold, yeast, fungus, parasites, and mutagens. Cancers love it because it's a very low oxygen, high acidic environment and they thrive in that. That's why we have a lot of colon cancer. So I didn't want to do it, but this colon hydrotherapy, are you familiar with colon hydrotherapy? Um, somewhat. I mean, I've done colonics, right? Same exact thing. Yeah, colonic. Yeah, yeah, same thing. So for those listening, if you're not familiar with this concept, I wasn't. You sit on a tube rectally and water goes in and out of you for about an hour and it gently cleans out your colon. Uh, and that's what I did. So I signed up for this deal. They weighed me. I did the deal and I come back out. I dropped 10 pounds in an hour getting my colon cleaned. The record at the Institute was like some lady had like 27 or 28 pounds in one hour. And I was oh like, goodness. what? As soon as he said that, I'm like, oh my God, what if I have 30? You know, cause I've been eating the, the worst diet ever, like cakes. And you know, we go to the Mexican restaurant and then they had a donut shop and I eat these Mondo donuts on the way home. And everything that you shouldn't eat, I was doing it. I didn't know any better. Like I, I thought I was being protected by the FDA. I mean, how could they allow bad foods to be in stores and restaurants and and, and places you go to eat food. I mean, you think that there's, you're paying money to have these people protect you, but it's crazy what I found out. But anyway. I'm like, I can't we, help but laugh at that. I'm like, <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, my whole world was blown, you know? So I was living in a facade, like the matrix basically. And all of a sudden you take the pill. So my pill was, I went with the Hippocrates with Charles and we started drinking fresh water, fresh green juices, wheatgrass shots, doing these bath, these infrared saunas and, and these cold plunge, hot cold plunge things. And, and my God, after, I, I didn't feel good for a while. I mean, I had headaches and night sweats and I was irritable and I had a metallic taste coming out of my, my tongue from the heavy metals that I had been exposed to from all the fish and the air that I breathe. 
And then, um, but some people had it worse. Some people had actually had rashes breaking out in parts of their body or all over their body as their body was detoxing through the, through the skin. Um, I saw people, um, many people reported many parasites coming out, not just the tapeworms, but hookworms and pinworms. Their, their stools would be all white and fuzzy. It's, there's lots of parasites coming out. And I actually saw parasites crawling at, in lectures and stuff. I would see people like, oh my God, and they, a parasite would be crawling out of a pore in their skin or one lady had a, had a parasite crawling out of her eye. What is happening was is they put you on a very high alkaline, high oxygenated diet lifestyle, and it makes the environment for those harmful organisms in hospitals. So they basically pack their bags and they start exiting and leaving the body because they can't live there anymore. And they said it's like doing um, uh, surgery without a knife was what they said. So I didn't have it as bad as mo mo most people, but it was very irritable. I didn't like it. And then I woke up on the fifth day and I was like, whoa. I was, you know, 37, but I felt like I was 18 again. I had energy and vitality running through my veins. My mind was super clear. I looked at Charles and said, dude, you're going to make it. I've talked to tons of people around here. You have a mild cancer compared to a lot of these folks. Dr. Clement said, you're going to make it, but you got to do like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm giving up everything, but, but bacon. I was going to keep bacon. And um, then I read the China study on the way home and then I gave up bacon too. And I was completely 100% raw living foods for pretty much eight and a half years. And then, uh, I kind of, I was, I, I became a fanatic about it, kind of pushed some people away from me. And I, I realized that I got to meet people where they're at. So um, I, I do eat, you know, you bought a salmon and smoked piece and said, here, I want to give you this with love. I'd probably eat it, but I'm, it's very limited, but uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I, we don't tell people to change their diet. We, we really help them get on the core fundamentals, our core four secrets and to start really doing the detox. And so we finished all that in two and a half years, Charles healed himself. He went to, his son uh, graduated high school. He's graduated college 10 years later, and he went from bankruptcy and cancer to thriving business and no cancer and started a band. And um, we're still friends, and it's it's been an amazing journey. And, I, and he talked me into running a marathon, too, the first one he did, and then uh, he's ran five more since. So pretty good story for him to, you know, hey, you're going to die, to now he's healthier than he's ever been. No chemo, no drugs, no radiation surgery. And that stuff. That's amazing. Like talk about an eye-opening experience of just being there and, and then also seeing your friends transform. Oh yeah. Yeah. And for me, I was, I have to say I was very closed minded individual and now I'm one of the most open-minded individuals, even though I feel myself slipping every once in a while back into that space. Cause it was just so hardwired. I just keep opening my mind. Like what you do Reiki, I didn't think any of that stuff was real. I mean, I didn't believe it. I was like, yeah, whatever. It's voodoo, witchcraft, blah, blah. I went to Hippocrates again for the second time, and what they said was is that we have all these emotions down inside of us that we're trapped. And what they do is that that's why they'll have uh, you know people from like um, he said this was an exact statement. He said we'll have cowboys from Calgary, Canada, come down that lived on the range their whole life raising cattle and herding them around. They get stage four cancer, and in the last ditch effort, they end up at the institute to try to save their butts. And three four days into the program, they'll be getting a massage, and they start crying uncontrollably for an hour or two. Why is that? Well, maybe their dad beat the crap out of them when they were a kid or whatever. They had a failed marriage or whatever. They're just, you know, they never got to show their emotions because that's not manly, right? I know what that's like. I grew up in that environment, redneck, old school. You got to be tough, you know, don't cry, um, be a man, don't be a wussy, you know, that kind of stuff. It's just everybody's talking about doing it and you get shunned if you don't do it. So um, I ended up going back there end up having that happen. I, I cried with somebody for an hour uncontrollably. I don't know where it came from. I come back. Now listen to this. This was crazy. When I was a financial advisor in the same office, there was a gal that was a massage and Reiki master. 
and I'd get worked on every week just because I like massages, right? Well, I come back and I wa she walks into the room and she goes, what happened to you? <laughs> like just when she walks into the room, like she's freaking out. And normally she's like, hi, Tim. How are you? Well, go ahead and just get undressed. I've got some lavender essential oils diffusing for you over here. We've got some beautiful music. And she told me about the music and all this stuff. I'm like, I don't care. Just rub my back, you know, because I was closed-minded. And this time she comes in and she's freaked out. And I'm like, what's going on? She's like, something happened to you. What is it? And um, and uh, um, she's like, I go, what's going on? I mean, she's really freaking me out here. And I'm and I'm like, she's like, well, usually. You probably don't know this, but I schedule you for the end of the day. And the reason why is because there's so much energy from you. It's like, I don't know, it wasn't like negative or anything. But she goes, when I get done working on you, I'm exhausted. And I need a whole day to recover. So she goes, I put you last. I was like, really? I was like, wow, I didn't know that. She goes, so this will be very interesting today. I feel there's been a massive change with you. So she works on me and does the whole thing. And I was like, are you okay? And she's like, no, I could work on you all day. And she goes, what happened? Tell me what happened. I was like, well, I couldn't put it together, but... I see what happened was when I went to Hippocrates that weekend, like before I got there, like two days ago, I cried for an hour. Well, I had released all the stuff from my child custody battle that I've been going through and all the financial money and the kids going through it. And then I read this book called uh, Caught in the Middle, Children of High Conflict Divorce. And I, I decided that the kids really get hurt when mom and dad are involved and the kids get involved. So I walked away from the whole thing and gave up custody to my kids because I didn't want to create any more stress for them. And that was hard for me because I was very competitive and I don't like losing. And, um, but I realized that the children were going to losing and I played it for the long term. And good news is I have a great relationship with my sons today and I continue to work on that and improve it. But she knew, so she didn't know I went to Hippocrates. She didn't know anything. So that's when I knew that Reiki was um, awesome and, and it was real. And since then I've, I've had many things like that. These experiences have opened my eyes and now I expect, I expect it and I'm, I'm open to everything. That's so amazing. Such an inspiration. You are really the example of just doing a 180, like mm -hmm. legit. And so <laughs> you talk about toxic food and food as medicine. And I feel like your experience of going from eating meat to then having those days without it. What can you tell us about foods that are toxic, how we can eat with food as medicine, and like, I guess your perspective on what else we can do to improve the gut health. I personally know from experience of how crucial our microbiome is, but mm -hmm. well, us, please. Yeah. So the first thing is I would do is for the listeners is what you want to do is go to your browser when you're done listening to this and type in the words umbilical cord and chemical, umbilical cord and chemical. You'll see the studies that I saw going back to 2005 that show that every single child, young mother and these young children being born, they tested the umbilical cord blood and they found they were looking for like 400 chemicals crystal and they found like 250 of what they were looking for about 71%. I was talking about this earlier on another podcast and I was like, what? I'm like these young babies, young mothers, supposedly the healthiest of all of us, right? They were polluted and 180 of these chemicals caused cancer over 212 of them caused developmental and brain disorders problems. And so on and so forth. So you have these you have this, the scientists and researchers and doctors said this was a body burden. I call them the noceums, the microscopic noceums. They're too small. You can't see them, but they accumulate in your fat, your muscle tissue, and your blood, further in the umbilical cord blood, and they are lowering your immune system. So it's like a silent, secret little enemy that you cannot see that is destroying your health. And guess what? That's when I sat back and I was like, oh, my God. If it's, if it's got the young babies and the moms, we're all polluted. 
And then when I, when I started studying this bioaccumulation stuff, I realized that the older you are, the more you've been on this planet, the longer you've had to breathe, drink things, eat things and touch things and personal care products and shampoos that are toxic and all this stuff and paint off gassing from the wall that we're breathing in. If you're wearing polyester underwear or Lycra bras, these are off gassing these estrogen mimickers into you that cause breast cancer, man boobs, prostate cancer, cyst development, uterine cysts, ovarian cysts. Um, they're turning fish into hermaphrodites 1500 miles into the interior. The little two to two and a half inch fish are becoming both male and female organs. Why? Because of these plastic estrogen mimickers from, from plastics and they're smart. They're so small. They float around in these air, these water droplets. So we're really polluted today. And that's when I was like, Oh my God, we have to, you know, clean this stuff up. So that's what we called our company chemical free body. Cause we, if we can get people to understand where these toxins are, stop putting them in and then learn how to keep getting them out on a daily basis. Cause we, unless you want to live in a bubble, um, you know, that wouldn't be any fun. Like what COVID's trying to do to people or not COVID, but the people that are in power. They're trying to tell us what to do, which are idiots. Um, I got, I could, we could do a whole show on this. You'll have to have me back on. I, I went deep on COVID like deep. And I've had like Scott, Dr. Scott Jensen on my program for who's a Senator for Minnesota and Aaron Olchesky, who's epicenter nerd exposed all this stuff. I got a lot of stuff on that, but anyway, back to the toxins. So I remember being at the Institute and I, I told Dr. Clement, I said, Hey, I eat meat, but I don't eat that crap in the stores. I mean, we grow our own cows. We don't squirt them up with antibiotics or put hormones in them to mess them all up. And, uh, you know, I eat deer and elk and chuckers and pheasants and quail and that kind of stuff. And I shoot it myself. And um, he said, well, Tim, at nighttime, what do those animals eat? I was like, well, they go out in the farmer's fields and they eat grass and alfalfa and whatever. He's like, okay, do those farmers spray their fields with pesticides, fungicides, herbicides, larvicides, chemical fertilizers? I was like, well, some of them do. He said, okay, well, even if they don't, somewhere about 30 miles away, um, they do. And there's this thing called wind. And um, that stuff will land on the vegetation, the deer or the elk or whatever eats it. And whatever it eats, it goes into its fat and muscle tissue and its blood, and it never leaves. It bioaccumulates. So in its entire lifetime, whatever that animal is ingested, come into contact to, um, it's stored in the fat and muscle tissue. So when you eat it, you're eating concentrated amounts of toxins. That's what's happening today. And the amount of toxins that are made is ridiculous. I, we talked about those studies where they look for 400, but there's actually over 100,000 toxic chemicals out there, and they make 2,000 new ones every year, and only one quarter of 1% are tested. So this is a major problem that's affecting us. So food is a toxic problem. Yeah, that's why I really got out of meat because it was loaded with all these toxins. You know, so that would that would be one thing right there for a good reason to limit your meat consumption. The other thing is because if we look at the blue zones, the people that live the longest in you know in Costa Rica and Loma Linda, California, and these places, Okinawa, Japan, they live well into their hundreds. The most centurions, they do four things very well. They have lifelong friends. They respect their elders. They exercise daily. And the last one is that they eat an 80% plant-based diet or greater. So success leaves clues. So the people that are living the longest, they're eating mostly plants. That's why I tell people, don't worry about giving up meat. Just start eating a crap load of fresh plants and let it do its, let it, let it work. And um, so that would be the one thing for, for toxins as far as vegetables go, you want to make sure to avoid sprays, chemicals, pesticides, all that stuff. Um, try to get it organic as possible. And even better, know your farmer and even better, grow your own stuff. I grow a lot of my own stuff. And you can do it in a condo and a high rise called sprouts. Sprouts, sprout, uh, sprouted nuts, sprouted seeds, sprouted grains, sprouted beans. All you got to do is soak that stuff in water once 
and it becomes eight times more digestible on average, and the nutritional factors go up 100 to 800%. So I hope people just heard what I said, because the nutrition goes up 100 to 800%. It's like a big deal, simply by taking that bean, nut, seed, or grain in its dormant state and soaking it in water for a little bit. It's tremendous. So I wasn't taught this stuff. So when I learned it, I added it to my lifestyle, and it radically transformed my physical body, my appearance, and, and my gut health, right? So those are some examples as food is toxins. Now let's talk about food as medicine. Um, the fresher your food, the better. Um, the first thing you have to understand too is that about 85% of our, far, our, our soil, the nutrients have been farmed out. So even if you're eating 100% organic, you're still running around at 15% fuel. Now you're doing good things for yourself, but it's not enough. This is the why today that we need to supplement more than ever unless you're growing food 24 hours a day, seven days a week for you and your family, and the seeds that you're getting were grown in nutrient-dense soil. If you don't have that going on, then it's a necessity today to supplement, and that's really important. So these foods have phytochemicals and hormones and enzymes and oxygen in them when you eat them. So isn't it funny that we are the only creatures on the planet that eat cooked food, yet we have all the problems, Right. I'm not saying don't eat cooked food. I'm just saying, you know, how much of it should you be eating? Like a wild chipmunk never eats cooked food. And they're quick and they're fast. I always want to think of myself like a chipmunk. I want to be very alert. And I want to be quick. And to do that, you have to plug into nature. So you pick your food and you eat your food. And we've got the farther away you are from picking your food and eating it on the spot, the, the less healthy you're going to have, the lower your immune system is going to be and the more susceptible to disease. And your quality of life is not going to be as good. So that's why sprouts work out so well because they're actually alive when you ingest them. And they bring hope into your body. That The hormones, the oxygen, the phytochemicals, and the enzymes, H-O-P-E. That's how you remember that. So that would be foods as living foods, raw foods. Get those into your body. And then your last question was about gut health. I believe that the gut is the epicenter for um, – uh, the driving engine for your life. If it's impacted with six to 12 pounds of an, this fecal material, mucoid plaques, it'd probably be a good idea to get it out, right? That'd be number one, clean it up and keep it clean. And then number two, start flooding that, that gut with good bacteria from like probiotics and, and prebiotics and, and getting in the dirt and getting outside and breathing air. And, you know, if you have pets, you have about a 50% higher immune system. Why? Because they bring this soil-based microbiome in off their paws and their mouths, and then you kiss them and lick them and pet them. So for you pet owners out there, give your dog and cat another hug, boost your immune system more, and thank them for boosting your immune system. It's a powerful deal. So we're not supposed to be isolated in bubbles. We're supposed to be outside. That's how you boost your immune system. So number one is clean the gut, flood it with bacteria, raw fermented foods, kimchi, sauerkrauts, probiotics and that kind of stuff. And then, um, you know, you'll see your whole health turn around. Thank you for sharing all of that. That was so helpful. So yeah, that was incredible. all in one breath too. That was one breath. <laughs> that was pretty incredible. It's from my yoga practice. <laughs> so the question, you brought up supplements. Yeah. There's a lot of supplement companies out there. There's ones that we shouldn't believe in. You created your own supplements. What do you believe are things that people should take all the time? Do you think that, like myself personally, I rotate out my supplements. I don't necessarily take everything all the time full year round. What is your best advice? Well, first, I think people need to understand that 85% of the supplements on the market are made by pharmaceutical companies. And they'll wrap them in a label that says, you know, nature boy on it or something. 
or nature lady. And it's a synthetic nutrient that's been isolated in a laboratory. So it's not natural. It's acid-based. Your body's carbon-based. It's never going to work together, and it's going to lower your immune system. Now, when you take it, you might feel like you're getting a benefit because they do what's called micronization, and they make it really, really tiny, and it basically goes in and rapes the cell. So people have malabsorption issues anyway. So if a very tiny particle size gets thrown into you, um, you feel an effect. But after a while, it, it wanes, and maybe you need more. It just doesn't work anymore. So we do a little bit of micronization in some of our products, but we're actually just making real food small, not a synthetic nutrient, like real food, full spectrum. So now we look at the full industry, 92% of all supplements on the market are roughly synthetic. So you're left with the 8% that are whole food or food-based. These are the ones that you want, maybe, <laughs> because then you have to look at the other ingredients, right? So how do you tell if you have a whole food supplement? Well, um, grab your bottle um, of your, probably your most, vitamin C would be a good one, or if you're multivitamin, look for vitamin C. And if you see vitamin C, and then in parentheses behind it, it says ascorbic acid, you're ingesting a chemical. That is the, the synthetic derivative of the full spectrum national, natural form of vitamin C. What it should say behind vitamin C in parentheses is from the arceola cherry, or from the camu camu berry, or from the amla berry, which I prefer. And now you've got a whole food source. Great. Thank God. Now you can put that in your body. Your body's going to love it. It's going to be like a symphony orchestra. It knows exactly what to do with it. Now, if you look at the other ingredients, though, you have to be careful because they'll put things in there like magnesium stearate, silicon dioxide, dicalcium phosphate, silica, um, the wrong kind. And these are toxic binders, fillers, and flow agents that have nothing to do with your health, but it's all about speed of production you know, to, to, to stop the encapsulation machines from caking up so they can make lots of pills really quick. Well, that's good for their business, but what happens when you take that into your body? Um, magnesium stearate, as an example, can come from diseased cowhides, right? That's pretty gross. It could be GMO, fed GMO corn, GMO soy, uh, spray, you know, inject with antibiotics, and then they mix magnesium with it, right? Or it could be silicon dioxide, a level three toxin on the EPA's toxin list, but it's in supplements. Right, so on all of our products, we put no magnesium stearate, no silicon dioxide, and no dicalcium phosphate in red to bring awareness to this. So you go check your labels. And so it's not just the ingredients that you have to look at, it's the other ingredients. Because even if you had an award-winning brownie recipe, you wouldn't eat it no matter how good it was if it had a little teeny tiny itty-bitty piece of cat poop in it, would you? Nobody would do it. But guess what is happening in your supplements? They're doing just that, but it's, it's worse than cat poop that ate and hopefully, hopefully a natural mouse. But in this case, we're talking synthetic toxins um, and, and stuff that can cause problems in the human body. And silica, as an example, can cause hardening of the arteries, gallstones, and kidney stones long-term. So if you're going to take these products, wow, you really need to read, read, know that it's whole food and that the other ingredients aren't toxic. And you have to do some research, and it's hard to find. Our, our company is literally like a needle in a haystack because I called and – I, I didn't start the comp company with supplements because I wanted to. We have a coaching company. That's what we do. I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. We have group coaching, and I have coaches that work underneath me. We coach people through the process to heal themselves and, and to win, you know, whatever sports events they're doing or they just want to lose, you know, they want to improve their body and, and uh, be at their ideal weight or whatever. But um, the frustration, I had to start my own company because it's really hard to find what I wanted um, so we made it my, ourselves. I have my own formulator now, Dr. Scott Treadway. is a master herbalist, and he helps us with mix all of our formulas, and they just work. They just work. So um, 
thought you had another question though about uh, oh, which ones to take. So in regards to which supplements to take, I think it's more important. We believe in a daily detox. I think it's important that you get the digestive tract clean. Now, a lot of you listening are probably not ever going to do colon hydrotherapy. I get that. I understand that. I don't know why because it works, but I was there at one point, so I get it. We have a product we brought over from India called Gut Detox, and you take it, and you just you get your first bottle, and you double down on it, and you take three in the morning and three at night, and over a 15-day period, you that six to 12 pounds of all that funk and gunk and junk that's accumulated in you over the last few years or decades, it comes out, but it comes out gently. You don't even know it's coming out, so you can work, you can travel, you can play sports, and you don't even know it's coming out, so it's very gentle. And then you just take three a day after that for maintenance to keep your digestive tract squeaky clean for great absorption and to clean your organ systems. And it has like 37 side benefits, right? So we believe in getting the gut clean. And then we have another product called Toxin Detox to purify your blood, fat, and muscle tissue intercellularly of the heavy metals, radiation, and the pollution we're talking about. So those are dailies. Um, and then we have a, um, a green powder. So we, we literally healed, I healed myself by juicing. I made, I bought a $600 juicer. I juice twice a day, but most people won't do it. So we made a super concentrated juice product called Green 85 Juice Formula to replace the 85% of the nutrients that have been farmed out of the soil. That's why we called it Green 85. So those are our core daily ones that we really recommend. Um, we have probiotics and prebiotics and enzymes, but those aren't ones that, you know, probiotics, you can, you can take those daily. Um, the enzymes, you only really need those for about two to three years until your gut's rehabilitated and you don't need them anymore. Um, we have a couple other products, but... Um, other than that, um, if you're a hardcore vegan, you might want to look at, um, uh, if you're not getting good fresh stuff, um, supplementing with a B, a B vitamin would be really good, which is actually not a vitamin or, uh, it's a soil based microorganism. And, um, today I think it would be really smart to also, uh, take vitamin D3. Um, especially if you're not getting enough sunshine or if you're of dark skin and you live up here in the Northern hemisphere, you definitely need to supplement, uh, that because uh, you need more of it than somebody with lighter skin. And um, I like what you're doing where you're rotating stuff too. Maybe you take some vitamin C for a while and, you know, take some zinc. Um, I, I do that kind of stuff. I'm always, I take, I take a bunch of different types of products from different companies and I rotate them in and out. But our core ones are our, our toxin and gut detox and the greens. I take that every day without fail. Amazing. And thank you for explaining that. I also believe in detoxing daily, right? Like, it, it's maintenance. Like if we detox and do the right things every single day, then we keep ourselves from being surprised in a year, three years, five years, whatever, however many years with an actual incurable, no, maybe not incurable, but like a serious illness in which now we might be getting on other medicines, right? Like you can pay now or you can pay later. Yeah. Cause the reality is we're all going to retox. <laughs> it's just like, no, you, 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 it, it's actually daunting in the very beginning when you think about this because you literally, you know, when clients hire me, like, what do we do? We help them put purifiers in their HVAC systems and put purifiers in crack your windows. And I, I run, I've got essential oils running in the background right now, you know, cleaning my air. I have a, a Himalayan salt lamp behind me that's creating negative ions. Um, so pure air, I mean, you take about 20,000 breaths a day. It kind of makes sense that you might want to make sure that the air is badass, really good. Yeah. You know, why not? So um, the other thing is your water. You have to get your water purified. And if you're in a city on tap water, that water has to be restructured. Otherwise you're just going to drink it and you won't really absorb much of it because the high pressure pipes coagulate these molecules and make them too big. They turn into like bowling balls trying to go through a chain link fence. That's water trying to get through your intestinal tract. They're too big. 
So I, I, a few years ago, I learned this, and we started restructuring water, and I drank it, and all of a sudden, a quart of water just disappeared. And 15 minutes later, I drank another quart, and it disappeared. I'm like, how is this possible? 15 minutes later, I drank another quart, and it disappeared. I was high on water for six hours. And I went back to that gal, and I was like, I need to get that machine. How do I get it? And I bought one of those machines, and I got one for my parents, too. So, you know, when you learn these things, it's like, I'm going to be putting air and water into my body every day. I need to have a plan here and make sure that I got the best of the best. And then it comes to the food. Try to buy the food as fresh as you can. If you're traveling, you can use an app called happycow.net or happycow.com. Anywhere in the world you can find, you know, vegetarian, vegan restaurants, farmers markets, health food stores, you know, that kind of stuff very easily when you travel, juice bars, that kind of stuff. Um, and, and then learn to stop putting the toxins in your body. I mean, if you're brushing your teeth, and your toothpaste is harmful if swallowed, contact the poison control center, you might want to rethink putting that in your mouth because aren't you swallowing a little bit of it every day? The answer is yes. And I got home and I looked at my toothpaste. It's like harmful as swallow. I'm like, what the hell? I had no idea. Then they said also at the institute, they're like, yeah, sodium lauryl sulfate is a carcinogen. It's in most soaps to, to make them, you know, soapy. And, and I'm like, I go home, I look at my shampoo. First ingredient, sodium lauryl sulfate. Dang it. Throw that away. You know, so I started replacing all these. Anything that comes into contact with my skin should be edible. If you can't eat it, you shouldn't put it on your skin because everything goes right through your skin into your bloodstream. And I knew that wasn't a lie either because I remember back at the farm, my buddy had horses and we put DMSO on them. I don't know if you know what that stuff is. No, but not at if all. You, if you put DMSO on your skin, if one drop touches you, within like 30 seconds, you can taste it in your tongue. Mm. how's that possible? Well, it goes right in the bloodstream and the blood circulates, right? So when you put toxic makeup on your face or toxic hair dyes to get your hair done or toxic deodorant or shampoos or facial stuff, you know, or, or, you know, sunscreens, most of those cause cancer. They don't prevent it. You know, it's, it's a toxic soup. And that's why every single child being born today is, is completely polluted and dealing with a body burden that's lowering their immune system. And that's why we're de-evolving as a species and we're getting sicker and sicker. And we're seeing people 35 and younger now sicker than people 65 and older, which is hard to believe, but that's where we're at. So the good news is those, we can turn this around with education and action and self-awareness and, and self-love. Yes. The heaviness of like where the world is headed and the toxicity. It's like, Oh my goodness. Sometimes it's so much for me to hear and feel and think about just because Oh my goodness. But at the same time, we can recognize that there's something that we can do every single day, whether it be taking better care of the planet, taking care of better care of ourselves. And, you know, it all starts with us taking action and being responsible for how we're living our life. Right. Mm -hmm. So if each one of us is responsible, well then who's dropping the ball, you know? (laughs) Right. Well, it's the collective, right? So if you look at the earth and the earth is having problems, what are the problems? Well, you know, um, there's a lot of pollution out there. I'm not really a big climate change or global warming or global freezing activist. I think that the biggest problem that our climate, or our, not our climate, but our um, our ecosystem faces today is chemical pollution. You know, and I've been, you know, when I learned about chemtrails, I, I studied rich, Dr. Richard Blaylock's work. The, you know, he's a neurosurgeon, pretty smart guy. And he's been passionate about this stuff. And he explained how, you know, the, they're spraying these nano-sized aluminum particles in the air to hopefully refract the sun to protect us from global warming. 
yet those nanosized aluminum particles are actually refracting the heat back and doing the exact opposite of what we want. They're heating, heating it up, trying to protect us, but they're still aluminum, and they, they go down. They go down, and we breathe them in. So right now, you and I are breathing in nanosized aluminum particles, everybody listening, and those are growing right up your olfactory nerve in your brain, and they're leading to Alzheimer's and dementia. And I've, in 2012, it was like 25% of baby boomers had it, and now it's, it was a few years later, it was 28%. I don't even know what it is. I think the last time I looked, it was like 34% have memory loss, Alzheimer's, dementia. That's why we get our clients off aluminum pans. And we start doing heavy metal detoxes. And that's why I take a toxin detox daily. In fact, that's exactly why I, we put that product together was because my grandpa died of Alzheimer's and I'm not going out that way. There's no way I'm not doing that to myself or my family. I do not want to be, remember my poor health doesn't affect just me. It affects everybody else around me. So I want to make sure that that crap's, you know, out of my, no, it's not. Some people go, oh, that's conspiracy theory, blah, blah, blah. That's what I thought, too, because I, I doubt everything. I'm like a doubting Thomas, and I, but I want to investigate. So all you have to do is look at – there's these people called biologists. It's really cool. For years, their whole job is taking samples of soil and water and plants, and guess what? The aluminum toxicity is going up like a, like a curve. Not even a curve. So some plants are so toxic now with aluminum, they're dying. Like trees and stuff are dying of aluminum toxicity so yeah it's prevalent so don't get freaked out about it but you can learn how to uh, protect yourself clean your hair and then you know chelate it and detox it out on a daily basis with simple products so if anybody was interested in getting your products where could they find them uh, they just go to chemicalfreebody.com that's chemicalfreebody.com and a lot we have eight products so you know, some people are like, I don't know where to start. Just go to the products tab and scroll down. You'll see it, the, it's the savings bundles. We have a little jump start pack um, all the way up to what's called the total energy and detox bundle, which is what I take on a monthly basis or anywhere in between. Just pick something that resonates with you. Start small, stick your toes in the water, go up the mill, or if you're an all in type of person, go all in. It doesn't matter because we have a double your money back guarantee because I already know how this stuff works. It's real food. Uh, we have very few returns. And if you do have a problem with the product, please reach out to us and let us help you. That's what we do. We want to help you solve your problem. I have other companies that might have another product that's similar, might not be as good, but it doesn't have like, you know, whatever, some, something in it and that you are allergic to because you're, you have long-term nutrient deficiencies and you have allergies now. So we, we just want to help people get, get going, right? So that's where they would, uh, that's where they'd find us. Awesome. Thank you. And exciting news. We do have a discount code for you guys. So if you use BBL, you can save 5%. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Use BBL at checkout and you save 5% off your first order. And if you want any more information, uh, we have a podcast called the health hero show and that's on all major platforms. And, um, you know, episode two is really good. I go deep into detoxing and nutrition. Episode seven is on proper food combining. That is a great thing. Um, for our, our private coaching members, we have uh, class notes in the back office to my uh, local class I teach here called Proper Food Combining. And um, that food combining deal is very important for gut health. You want to get rid of gas and bloating, you've been having problems with that, you need to understand the combinations of foods, which ones work and which ones don't. Because Just because you're eating healthier, if they're in the wrong combination, they could cause a lot of problems. I'm super interested in listening to that episode. Was there anything else that you wanted to share with us today? Well, I guess I would end with uh, sharing with everybody to put, um, put yourself first. And, um, you know, because I see so many people, um, usually when we're dealing with people in our private coaching practice, they put everybody else first. And they put themselves last until they just fall apart. 
and then they can't help anybody, let alone themselves. So, and then they become like I was, like a weight on the family, dragging everybody down, because then everybody's got to take care of you. So, um, put yourself first, and I think the first step in doing that is forgiving yourself. That's number one. Just let it go. It's not serving you. Just forgive yourself, and through that forgiveness, you will feel an internal awakening or a spirit or an energy come from you that you don't even know where it came from. It's always been there. It's like a little pilot light. And it's just sitting there. All you got to do is just, you know, give it some air and some oxygen. Forgiving self is the first step to, to breathing some life into yourself and giving yourself some energy. And then, and then, and then just start, you know, taking action. You know, and, uh, I guess I'll end with this. Drink a lot of water. These are our core four secrets. Drink half your body weight in liquid ounces of water daily, purified water. And if you're in the city restructured, Chew your food until liquefied. Very important. And you can increase your serotonin levels by 500% your happy juice by chewing your food well. It's the first step in digestion. Avoid liquids with meals. At least 30 minutes before and an hour after. Don't, you know, don't drink liquids. And you'll have better, because you'll, otherwise you'll dilute your digestive enzymes and get fermentation and gut rot. And the last thing is do some breath work to calm down before you eat and bring the blood from your extremities back into the intestinal tract so that you're back in rest and digest mode rather than fight or flight. And you stack those core four secrets together. And I promise you, your health will improve before the supplements even hit the doorstep. I love those. Those four tips are absolutely amazing. And if anybody wants to connect with you further, where can they find you on all the social medias? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. I mean, I have handles on all the social medias like Instagram. We have chemical free body and Chemical Free Body Guy is my personal one. I'm on Facebook under Tim James for Chemical Free Body. Um, I'm so busy working. I just don't have a lot of time for it. I try to. So you can always reach out to us direct. The best one's the, the website. It's just chemicalfreebody.com. And then they can hit the contact or they can book a free consult if they want. Awesome. I will put all those links in the show description. Thank you so much for joining us tonight and sharing with us so much information. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're welcome. That was my pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's podcast episode. I appreciate you. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate your time. And if there's anybody that you think would love this episode, please share it with them. And of course, go ahead and leave a review for this podcast. I hope you have a wonderful day and we'll talk soon. Bye.